Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. The bigger little things that life you're grateful for. One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. Love for you to jump in on the conversation. Backstage Ben, what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for our front porch. It's like a mini vacation every single evening. You love that. Spot. Love that porch. Uh, the weekend we generally so throughout the week spend a little bit of time in the evenings out there. Yeah. Uh, on the weekend, spend the mornings out there too, and that's always Oof. always nice. Does the sun? How's the sun hit in the morning? Uh, it doesn't, which is good. Oh, okay, <laughs> but that's okay. I don't mind it. Uh, no, it's it's great. We get to see a little bit of the neighborhood that I don't generally see because I'm here at work so early. Sure. Um, yeah, a little little sunrise, a little morning mist out there. It's always lovely. <laughs> Ever have a tequila sunrise? Uh, fuzzy navels <laughs> yesterday, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for as lame as this sounds. The universe and its timeline. Ooh. I had, in leading up to Friday, with some work stuff and then having a, a few buds over and trying to line everything up through the course of the week between, like, tidying the house and getting all the things ready and then the mm-hmm. checklist. It just came together. Fantastic. Even though Thursday night going to bed, I'm like, oh, this is, there's no way this is going to get done. Yep. But it did. Perfect. And every time you're like, why was I stressing about that? You, and then you tell yourself, no need to stress. And then next time it rolls you around, stress again. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe this is that that aha moment in life that I'll stop doing that because everything came together. Yep. I generally leave the stressing to backstage, Sarah. I, oh, yeah? Yeah. I, uh, for me, it's it's happening one way or another. Yeah. Whether it's perfect or not, it's going to happen. And it's generally various degrees <laughs> of perfect. <laughs> well, in the case, too, when you have some friends over the, out on the deck at a fire going and, and, and drinky poos and that kind of thing. Ain't no one caring if you've got the towels folded in the bathroom. You know Amen. What I mean? <laughs> yep. They'll probably dry their hands with their pants if yeah. they need to. So it was yeah, wonderful. True. And it just led into a real nice weekend. And then Saturday, everybody else in the family was busy except me. It was glorious. Oh, yes, sir. Even coming out of a, 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 a Panzerati, you're like, man, oh, man, I wish <laughs> I could have some time alone. But I, or I don't need time alone. Yeah. It was nice to have some time alone. Yeah, we mentioned that, too. And it was a, a porch talk where it was like, it's nice to just be sitting on the porch and not have a ton to do. Because yep. everybody went all out the first few weeks of being able to do things. Sure did. This is a bit of a catch up this weekend for us. It's Attitude of Gratitude Mondays and Fridays at 610. You can share. We'd like to see where everyone's uh, head and mind is at. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. So, programmer Smart Dude, had fiance, they were set to get married, and about eight months prior to that, she passed away. He then continued to speak with her for months. Everyone has a different way to grieve. Absolutely. He built an AI program, uh, a chat bot, so she would respond to his text messages. Oh, my. Called Project December, software that uses AI technology to create hyper-realistic chatbots. Basically recreated the experience of speaking with his late fiance. So all he had to do was plug in old messages and then give some extra background information. Yeah. And then sub- because the chatbot would send random text in regards to the weather, in regards to plans forthcoming. Crazy depth. Oh, man. In regards to information. And like, they, that, said, they said it modeled it with stunning accuracy. That level of grief is something I don't know about and couldn't. I hope I never do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the solution. 
I would imagine you talk to a psychiatrist, psychologist, yeah. a grief counselor, they would all go, no, no, not a, no, no, for sure. Not the way to do it. So yeah, it does lead into, as Benny mentioned, a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. For sure. I, it's one of their better ones, but it's that it's that exact I think that exact thing, except it's like a, a, a full-on AI robot that looks like the deceased person. Yeah. But it was based on the idea that uh, Twitter at the time, this is 2013, but people could make like a Twitter account of mm-hmm. a deceased person and tweet out what they would tweet out sort of thing. It wasn't AI necessarily, but it was like people would do that as if they were whoever, Albert Einstein, and they would tweet out as Einstein. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because it goes back to like 2013-14, her, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Does this sound a little... Absolutely. he fell in love with her. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating, kind of weird... But also very real possibility that's happening now that AI is getting so lifelike. And I think people are like, that's a gaslighting situation, too, where you're gaslighting yourself into believing that it's a real person. Well, and that's here's the thing. You've recreated by way of technology and computers that process way quicker than humans. And they do it without emotion, right? They're based in zeros and ones and just data. Why are you assuming all the good and and nice things or supposed nice things? What if the, the AI is pissed off that day like your ex would have been? You know? Yeah, like, what if the AI had a weird dream about yeah. you and woke up all... Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Cheating on me with my... my yeah. My <laughs> I saw you looking at the laptop. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know what's on your search history. <laughs> it does a deep dive well yeah. beyond <laughs> what your fiancé used to do. So, shocker, uh, they're saying this... Well, this AI model is designed on Elon's back. It's called OpenAI, and there's a con- concern out there. So, here's a kind of an unrelated factoid, but there's a center... Uh, not-for-profit center that it's countering or yeah countering digital hate. They identified 12 people are responsible for 70% of COVID misinformation. 12 Holy on the internet, moly. but because it spreads like a wildfire, yeah. that's what. So the worry is AI will only make this, God knows how many times worse. Not only your your dead fiance, but her dead friends come after you too in text message. No, I'm kidding. There's enough artificial intelligence in most people's actual brains. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no need more on the internet. <laughs> nope. Nope. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben. Woo! Canada's Wonderland. They, they did it. Oh, they did it again. And that is uh, another breakdown. Another week, another ride breakdown. I love the press release. So we'll circle back, but I have to get, because this kind of sets it all up. Quote, safety is our primary concern, and our rides are inspected and tested daily. Canada's Wonderland provides more than 26 million rides each year. Okay, but right now you're averaging one breakdown a week. like, yeah, And not just a breakdown when you're testing it, a breakdown when it's full. So the Lumberjack was just over a week ago, close to 10 days, yep. where it was at its peak at about 12 o'clock. Yeah. They were upside down for quite some time, and then you saw people getting off with red marks on their shoulder because your entire body weight as you were dangling. Yeah. Oh, man. Why would you build a ride, though, that it allows it to cut off with power there? Like, there should be some mechanism that allows it to... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. Not an engineer, so I'm, I, this is all coming out of my hind quarters, but... <laughs> 
So you had the lumberjack, and yeah. and most recently showed up on TikTok again was the Skyhawk. Now Skyhawk, thankfully you don't go upside down, but you do get a good spin. It's it's one of the uh, those swing chairs that they raise up to about 135 feet, and yeah. then they, they rotate. Well, as they were rotating, they kind of spin sideways just based on momentum. Yeah. Well, then things got locked up. So you were at 135 feet, sort of sideways, for, as they said, just a, a few minutes. Others were like, oh, no, it was like 15, 20 minutes minimum. Well, time is different when you're dangling <laughs> sideways 100 feet in the air. <laughs> Can you hear the, the your watch tick? No, that's your heart rate. Yeah. <laughs> they said the guests were returned to the ground safely. The ride is open and om- operating normally. That doesn't sound so normal to me, but uh, all that being said... You can understand. Most of Canada's Wonderland was shuttered for 2020. For sure, yeah. Got to work the kinks out. So, yeah, But clearly. isn't this one of those where, think of it, you start the lawnmower, you let it run for a few minutes if it hasn't been out of the garage in a while. Yeah. yeah. Why are they not having these rides just whip around for a little bit just to... Throw some crash test dummies yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, let's get some oil and lube up there yeah. and just take care of things, check the software and the programs... What did they offer the people that were dangling? I hope it wasn't like season passes or anything, because I probably wouldn't want to come back. Come back and relive your horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you do. Free waffle cone or yeah. like, <laughs> out of beaver tails? I don't. Oh. I don't know. I uh, I've, I've loved it. I've been. Oh yeah. How many times have we all been to Wonderland? It's the uh, it's the old roller coasters I can't go on anymore because they bash my knees together too much. Oh, the great Canadian knee buster? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember that one. And I discovered with age, I'm too tall to ride. Um, Top Gun? Dra- uh, no, dra- is it Dragonfire? The one roller coaster that's a double loops? Oh. It's a green. The bat? One. No, no. There's no. one called like Dragonfire. It's like okay. two over from the bat. Because the way the cars are designed, if you're 6'2 or taller, you hunch over. But do you know what happens? Oh, you go in the loops, yeah. you're swine compressing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did that, that, and that was misery. It was way different when I was 12. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> for sure. Than in my late 20s, early 30s kind of thing. But this like, this isn't good. You're one a week right now. You're you're not pacing well for the summer of 2021. It's hard, because that's all I've seen on TikTok of anybody. Uh, yeah. That and the lines, I guess, lineups have been crazy. But we did have friends that went over the weekend, and they said it was all fine. Now, they had young mm-hmm. kids, so they kind of stuck to the younger kids, like the Ghoster Coaster and that sort of thing. But uh, no, they they had a good time, aside from the waits. The long, long waits. Well, look at you wait to get on the ride, and you wait when you're on it. Yeah, exactly. You wait to get the hell off. Yeah. Have fun, friends. Yeah. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. No love today. Well, no no love in general, because it's not a ro- lovey relationship. It's a work career dynamic in help desk it reads wondering in waterloo i recently received an offer from a company i've done several interviews for which included completing a few unpaid test assignments in brackets in this field it's a normal thing so this isn't much of the focus just the background during one of my earlier interviews one of the higher ups mentioned that they couldn't remember the hourly pay for the position however they said it was roughly the equivalent of of fifty thousand dollars they asked if that was suitable for me, and I said yes. I had another offer on the table that I passed on just days prior that paid around $48,000. I finally received the offer on paper, and it broke down the hourly rate. Uh, I thought it sounded a little low, but wasn't able to confirm it uh, until I did all the calculations, and it laid out to be being $7,000 less. So $43,000, not fifty. The manager said, well, this is the best and final. So when you're dealing with multiple people, there's yeah. always, that's a bit of a oh, flag. Yeah. The question is, what is my next move? 
After working freelance for years, I was looking to get back to the consistency of one company and in-house projects. There's a concern of the rescinding the offer in general and being left with nothing but freelance. You can understand that. So what uh, what are Virgin Radio listeners saying? Well, one, uh, also out of Waterloo Region, says, don't devalue yourself. You'll never get what you don't ask for. Yeah, well, I would add to that, you probably don't get what you do ask for in a lot of cases, too. So <laughs> it's worth a shot, though. <laughs> what do you have to lose? Like, you'll gain money or you'll get a no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another one said, tell him uh, to uh, tell this person to negotiate paid vacation time and a raise at the three-month mark. That, you know what, you could you could approach that. For but sure. It, if you're getting an offer on paper, that's usually the terms of the deal. Yeah. Unless it says, in three months, we'll look at and reassess uh, the money side of it all. Another one uh, reads, it says, they don't sound loyal to their employees. Take the job for now and move on whenever you feel it. Want to keep loyal employees? Make it work for them. That's valid. Absolutely. I There's a tough one here that says if it's an hourly role, maybe there's potential for overtime and weekends. But I... That shouldn't be part of the offer, right? That, that should not be where... Well, we'll get you to 50. You yeah. just have to work 50 hours yeah. a week. You make up to 80. <laughs> <laughs> set up a cot under your desk and yeah. you're all set. Makes you feel like, look, if you're a functioning adult, you, you want to be honest and open and say, well, when I spoke to so-and-so, they said X, Y, Z. But then you have the potential that internally the manager then goes to the other higher up going, well, I just offered this job to so-and-so. Wondering, wondering in Waterloo, and they said that you acknowledged this. Yeah. And then some out of defense will be, I never said that. And Who, now, now you look like a big weasel just trying to squeak the company for a little more money. Another that says, I think they should be up front. If you let this slide, it sets a precedent for how they will treat you in the future. Potentially. 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 There's mixed messages one way or another, and that maybe is a red flag for how how it's run, how upper management's run. It's funny you mentioned red flag, Manny. We're getting a lot of red flags. It's, you know, if a difference of a thousand or two is one thing, yeah. it's understandable, but $7,000. Yeah. Don't trust a company that doesn't stay true to their word. Another, yeah, red flags that they lowballed you. If you're doing freelance and are getting by okay and this is just a want, don't be afraid to say no. Keep looking. That's, that's a tough one, though. If you're looking to get that full-time work. There's something with security. Look at all facets of human life. Like, break down the human condition. Why do people stay in bad relationships? It's the security of having something. Take this job at its at its lower offer, but then just make sure you use every benefit, all of the oh, medical. Yeah. All, go get teeth braces, clean. even if you don't need them. <laughs> get it all. Get it all. And then say someone touched your butt in the photocopier. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Okay, just have to tab over. There it is. Wandering in Waterloo. And uh, this is the quick summary. They received an offer from a company that they'd done several interviews for, including completing a few unpaid test assignments. During uh, one of their earlier interviews, one of the higher-ups, because obviously it was, it was a group conversation, that first batch, mm-hmm. mentioned that they couldn't remember the hourly pay for the position. However, it worked out to the equivalent of what is $50,000. They asked, hey, is that suitable for you? I, don't you always hate? What are you looking to make to do this? Oh, that's the worst. I know. Yeah. Like, what do you want to pay me to do this job? Should be your throwback, but we've all been there. Um, I'll have to see. But anyway, so they asked if that was suitable for me. I said, yes. I had another offer on the table that I ended up passing on that would have paid me $48,000. I finally received the offer and 
was told the hourly rate. I thought it sounded a little bit low, but wasn't able to confirm it until I had done some calculations after the call. Oh, it was low. $7,000 lower than expected. The manager, part of that email was, this is our best and final offer. The ask is then, what is my next move? After working freelance for years, I was looking to get back to the consistency of one company and the in-house projects. And let's be real, call it security. That's what it is. So the, there's some paranoia of I'm, that they're scared that the offer will be rescinded uh, or they'll feel that I have some sort of negative attitude or approach or was only chasing the money, right? So that, this is how this person's brain is starting to roll. Here's the thing. A couple other texts that have just landed. One says, red flag when the employer claims to not, home, not know how much they're paying for a position. Think they are treating you with a lack of respect. Challenge them on it. Okay, so that's step one. Another one said, as for the job offer, call them and tell them that you were expecting $50,000. If you don't see your own value for your time, you can't expect others to also. Business owners don't want you sitting there begrudging seven grand. They want you coming to work confident and ready to, to do the job. Okay. Fair enough. If money is a struggle, and I, there are people in, in your life that they just have a, an inability to go, listen, the money was quoted as this, but you offered me that, so we need to get there or somewhere in between. Right. Then do this. What's the next best thing? Holidays and benefit coverage. Yeah. Bosses have a lot more power to go, yep, I can give you an extra week. I can give you an extra 10 days. Yep. That is still money because you're getting paid by way of vacation pick not to go into work and perform your job. Yep. Then on the side, if you love what you do so much, maybe you pick up a little freelance work here and there. Mm -hmm. So now you're you're surpassing this $50,000 you were looking at. You've got the security... Of, of that one job and then you've got some freelance on the side and if you get hired full time you can start stealing pens and staplers and that kind of thing honestly yeah freelancing that's tough to do because they might not get that's back, right but. that's right steal the full box Amazon resell it yep. like you've got a little side hustle on top exactly, of it exactly yeah <laughs> reams of paper. <laughs> Someone threw the go back to the $48,000 a year job and see if that's still available. Oof, the old tail between the legs. Yeah, they'll I don't go, know. They'll go, cool, it pays 43 that's Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what you're running into. Yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben. And there is so much going on surrounding the Olympics, and I think... I'd be curious to see what the numbers are like in regards to Canadians who are in touch with it. Uh, bits and pieces by way of our jobs, but even Friday with some conversation with some friends, you guys watch the Olympics, like, no, we're getting out of the house. We're not coming back until we have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where it's at. But we have some notable uh, things to, to bring to you. Canada grabbing its first gold at the 2020, still sounds weird to say, Tokyo Olympic yeah. Games. <laughs> uh, London's Maggie McNeil in the uh, women's 100-meter uh, butterfly, which looks like the most painful way to destroy your shoulders. No kidding. You're like, basically flying. Think of the, think of that movement. Yeah. I don't feel like the shoulder's naturally supposed to rotate with no. that kind of friction and force. Mm-mm. It pulls you through the water, but nonetheless, she's done it. I'd be swimming through a Olympic-sized pool of Ben Gay. <laughs> Make my way through that. <laughs> but it was a good weekend for Canadian Olympics, yep. and notably the women. So uh, let's see. So the uh, first medal in the Tokyo Games went to the women's 4x100 uh, meter freestyle relay. Yep. And notably on that, uh, Penny Alexiak, kids 21, she has six Olympic medals already. Unbelievable. Love it. They're calling her the female Michael Phelps. And I went, why don't we just call her Penny Alexiak? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My, Michael Phelps. I know. Why does she have to be that? <laughs> 
Uh, it'd be great that she received the money and the fame that Michael Phelps mm-hmm. certainly has over True. many years. Put her on a few more cereal boxes. I think that can be done. Yep. But uh, there's a silver. And then next, uh, Canada won a silver together in synchronized three-meter springboard competition. Yep. Is that different than the four meters? Like, I guess. So specific. Yeah. The one that I looked at, like the, the breakdown, it just said swimming pool. And then we had that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, another bronze. Uh, that in uh, women's, in a first in uh, women's Olympic judo. That is impressive. And that just happened. Within the last 40 minutes yeah. to an hour. Yeah. So uh, well done. Yep. We. Uh, I didn't see the total medal count. I'm just curious to see. It's fine. We're after it. Let's see. Uh, Olympic medal count. Oh, frozen. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> You're looking for how many in Right total? now, shocker, yeah. The United States with 14. We're in 10th place with four. Yep. So it's growing. We're, I mean, we're only a handful of days in. So let's, get, let's take some time. But uh, one gold, two silver, and one bronze. And that's currently where we mm-hmm. sit in regards to... Uh, the Olympic Games will keep you up to date. There's a few more sports. Uh, one that we could have late today, early tomorrow in regards to another medal to add to that count. So we'll keep an eye on it for you. Mm-hmm. Virgin Radio, FYI. How about this? Just a couple little interesting factoids uh, surrounding how much uh, or so, how, how, how much road was hit by, uh, by paramedics all across the region. So London and uh, the paramedics with uh, the EMS, they have made submissions and going, hey, Here's what last year looked like for us on top of COVID. Uh, they've recognized that they've been insanely busy to the point of traveling around with the the kilometers logged. They drove the equivalent of 47.5 times around planet Earth. Good Lord. A lot of babies. Uh, So there's only 329 paramedics in in, in Middlesex, London. So received over 90,000 calls to 911. So that's averaging at 248 per day. And a few more of the breakdowns, 29 babies delivered, 179 cardiac arrests to deal with. 42,000 of those were life-threatening in calls. My goodness. But um, they, so the, the special acknowledgement uh, trips into London from outside uh, of, the, of the actual uh, city proper, 57,000 trips, 1.9 million kilometers put on the road. So that explains why, man, we see a lot of new ambulances because they literally drive the wheels right off into of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. That's crazy. So there's that. So uh, just a massive thank you for, for all that do that course, job yeah. and had to do it uh, clearly during pandemic times, which makes gearing up and gearing down so much uh, harder and then clearing out the mm-hmm. trucks every time they have a patient. So just massive uh, 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 hats off to all first responders and the, some interesting numbers. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This is how it's going to play out. We've got Maggie on the loin. Uh, loin on the line. <laughs> Maggie, welcome. Hello. A canceled meeting, and it has opened up uh, this portion of your day, which we, we, we're glad you decided to hang out with us for it. So you're at Canada Life. Thankfully, you, you have the ability right now to still work from home, and, yep. and you've got a little free time in your schedule. We're just chatting off the air about the fun things that make Maggie, Maggie. What about this community theater? Like, you're going right after Backstage Ben's heart. He's a movie guy. And, I mean, it all starts in this community theater. I love it, yeah. So where, yeah. What, whereabouts do you offer? Where do you perform? Obviously, pre-pandemic, where was that? Um, usually in Ingersoll. There's a theater called Itopa. Done a lot of things there. My first ever one was Sound of Music. How fun. I like this. Okay, and we're not doing that. Into cake baking, knitting. You got a lot going on. And now trivia. Is that just a little bit of here and there or... 
Yeah, I enjoy a trivia game. Usually I get beat out by my brother or my brother-in-law, but we'll see what happens. They're not here today, so... (laughs) Well, let's see what you do. We've got our own local professional and backstage. Ben, if you're brand new to it, it's three trivia uh, questions. Maggie gets to go first. And while Benny's out of the room, he'll come back in. Same three questions, and and the most points out of three obviously wins. We got a prize on the line this time around too. All Ooh. week, opportunity to get a pair of weekend passes to the Grand Bend Motorplex's twenty second annual IHRA Canadian Nationals. Some drag racing going on there. So let's Ooh. see, let's see how this works for you, Maggie. So we'll kick Benny out. Now, well, not a theme per se. It leads back to some headlines that we've dealt with over the last couple of weeks, and the good part is. They're not too deep. So even if you've read a tweet or you've gone uh, deep dive into a news site or even heard something here on Virgin Radio, I think you'll do okay. So let's see how this uh, plays out. Uh, Question number one. How many ribs in the human body? How many ribs in the human body? Oh, my gosh. I want to say like 10. Not 10. 24. 24. Oh, that's a lot more than I was thinking. (laughs) Okay, let's see. There's still time. Uh, Question number two. What is the value of the precious metals that make up uh, the Olympic gold medal? So basically, how much is a gold medal worth? Now, I'm going to give you options. Is it $820, $1,488, or $612? How much is a gold medal worth? I'm going to say A, like 800 and something. You are correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. A little bit more uh, than, than the uh, the last batch of Olympic medals goes back to what twenty eighteen? Yeah, the winter side. Yeah, back then it was uh, five hundred and fifty five bucks. I was going to say it was around five hundred bucks. Yeah, now eight twenty thanks to the price of gold. Okay, so let's see where we go on your third and final question. Again, I've got a lot of tabs open. Okay, Germany. They have a very uh, well. We have the four hundred series highways here in the province of Ontario. Name Germany's high speed highway. Uh, the Autobahn. There it is. And little misknown fact, there are speed limits. People talk about it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a Wild West. No, there are speed limits based on the vehicle type you're driving. And notably, if you've got a trailer on, you're most certainly not driving unlimited. You're not driving driving ludicrous speed like you can get on a Tesla. So, yeah, um, yeah you, you do have some. If you've got to pass your cars or trailers, for example, you got to stick at 100 kilometers an hour, which seems still more than fast enough for you to uh, lug your Ikea haul with. But... Hey, well played. You went two for three. We'll bring Benny back in and see how this goes. Benny! Maggie very casually scored a cool two out of three points. Oh, very good. Yeah. No stress, no worry. Just <laughs> boom, boom. Because the think of it, it's the stage. It's taken all that fear out of you. You're, you're totally is. fine. Yep. To be, you know, some pressure on you and perform in front of people. Okay, Benny, let's see what you know. Okay. How many ribs in the human body? Uh, Thinking face. Yeah, 24. You are correct. This leads back to Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> so see how we, we've been addressing that with Gettys Gossip? Nice. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let the, the theme unfold a little bit. I love it. All those medical dramas I watched wasn't helped me at all. Yeah. <laughs> Olympic gold medal. Yep. There's, uh, it's not just, for example, the gold is not made of pure gold, understandably. Yep. There are a few of it. There's a three total precious metals in there. But the combined amount, how much is it worth? I'll give you uh, its multiple choice. Oh, here. Is the gold medal worth $820, $1,488, or $612? Uh, 
612. Not. It has gained uh, some value, a few hundred bucks in 2018. It was in the 500s. Now it's up to 820 bucks oh, on the price of gold. Okay, all right. Yeah, so yeah, there there's, there's not a lot. There's there's a handful, a few grams of gold in there. Basically, yeah. they dip it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Third and final question. Let's see how this goes. Okay. The name of Germany's high-speed highway is the Autobahn. Not everybody knows that. And and, and in digging up some questions, uh, Autobahn, by the way, does have speed limits. It does, yeah. So the recommended speed limit by the German government is 130 kilometers an hour. Now, if you you will get tickets if you're a car, for example, and you've got a trailer and you're going above 100 kilometers, 100 kilometers an hour, that's okay. a ticket. Yeah. Uh, buses, you can't go too fast. Uh, you've got weight limits on certain vehicles. Motorcycles pulling trailers. Like, there are some rules. Yeah. But if you are a four-door sedan and you feel like getting after it, you get in that hammer lane and... Go. Get it. <laughs> there it is. So that ended in a tie. Now we celebrate those. Yes. We do have a consolation prize for the tie this week. So so Maggie, you don't leave empty handed on that. Wow. Impressive effort. And and thanks a ton. We're gonna get you all looked after so you hang out. Now, maybe a few more canceled meetings you can come on back and redeem yourself and pull it that big win. I feel, hoping. I feel it's there. I feel like, I'll take a tie though. That's pretty good against Ben. <laughs> Absolutely. Well all good. done. We'll see what you can do tomorrow to try to beat backstage Ben. We'll give it another go around 840 on Virgin Radio. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. Laura's off this week, so it's the Backstage Bulletin for the week. Uh, Kanye West has a new home for now. He's moved from his Wyoming ranch to something that's probably even bigger than Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. <laughs> It's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's uh, it comfortably fits seventy one thousand people, which is uh, unfortunately not quite big enough for his ego to fit in. But he is staying there nonetheless. Sixteen thousand urinals, zero bidets. Yeah, <laughs> he probably had one installed. Yeah. Let's be real. So he is actually living there now. He has constructed studio space and living quarters. In the stadium, uh, he's brought in a private chef to prepare his meals, and this is all as he finishes working on the album that was supposed to drop on Friday. Oh, Kanye! Yeah, he went. There have been a few pictures of him in the crowds. Like he, he'll kind of go. I guess, I guess if you're living there and there happens to be like a soccer match or something like that, he kind of pokes his head out to take a look around, see what's see what's going on in his homestead. I, why there? Like, what motivation did you get out of a very large, generic? multi-purpose sports field. Yeah, I don't know. So this is where the uh, listening party was on Thursday. And on Thursday, basically what he did was he just stood in the middle of the... It was like normally the field, but he had a stage constructed. He just stood there and streamed Donda in front of a lot of people. Like, it was sold out. I don't know if it was max capacity or not, but it was a sold-out show that he had. He didn't have much to say during that time, but uh, I guess he's inspired by the hallowed grounds of... Mercedes-Benz Stadium that was constructed like five years ago, <laughs> if even that. I don't know what's going on, but he's there for now, and uh, he's working on Donda apparently now, August 6th, perhaps. Well, he's staying on trend for being really hard to figure out. Yes, this is very true, absolutely. Lil Nas X, he has a new uh, new song out. It's called Industry Baby. There is a new uh, music video with it, him and Jack Harlow. It depicts a dance party in jail, uh, of uh, in the showers of the jail, I should say. Um, 
he's courted some controversy. Everybody's naked twerking in mm-hmm. the showers. And um, one one critic, I guess, a social media commentator, said, while corporate, or, sorry, white corporate music execs funded a music video with Lil Nas X where a bunch of black men are in prison twerking, the lone white man, Jack Harlow, is involved with a female guard. All the black men are engaging with each other. This is progress. Well, it is because, um, well, Lil Nas X responded with, let me explain. Lil Nas is gay, so he with boy. Jack Harlow, straight, so he with girl. Sometimes you, you have to bring it down to their level. You really do. It, it makes complete sense. It is a it is an audacious video. There's no question about that, but that's what Lil Nas X is doing. But it's art. That's what music is. Absolutely. It's art. Let it be whatever he wants to be. It's For his sure. little project. He is... Kind of critic proof right now, and I love it. I think he's doing, he's pulling all the right moves, yeah. even as as crazy as some of it may seem to just the average watcher. But he did say on a serious note, I know the pain that incarceration brings to a family and the disproportionate impact that cash bail has on the black community. So he teamed up with Bail Project to create the Bail X Fund. And uh, in the first couple of hours, $21,000 raised. Last I checked, about $38,000 raised for that, which is absolutely incredible. That's helpful. Yeah, it is helpful for sure. And at the very least, even if he's not raising... He is raising money, but he's also raising a ton of awareness about it, too. And that's it. It it leans to when I read people complaining about artists or musicians, actors, actresses get involved in politics. Like, they're an actor, they should... That's just their job. They're just a person. They have the same an equal amount of right to vote like you Absolutely, do. Absolutely, for sure. And or they're probably doing more than you are, yeah. Captain Complainer. And look what Little Nas X is doing, for example. Fun fact about um, about Industry Baby, produced by Kanye West. Wow. Yeah, it's the best thing he's put out in, well, <laughs> years. Because it's actually been put out. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly right, yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Uh, we d- I, I do acknowledge that we talked about this early in the pandemic because we saw a spike. Yep. Animal rescues are warning that pet surrenders are rising uh, as, as the pre-pandemic life returns for a lot of people. And their concern is that you've lived a life kind of artificially for the last year and a bit. Going, oh, look, we could have a pet. We have free time. Why not? Then you include sports and activities and travel and friends. And they're seeing a surge. And it's it's crazy. In the GTA, the surge, rabbits. Rabbit surrenders are enormous. I've noticed a lot of new rabbit trends, I guess. I don't know. Like pets, rabbits as pets. We had one for way longer than I thought we would. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it does surprise me. A lot of people love their bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, well, clearly not enough. <laughs> so the month They're, of July, yeah. <sighs> they have seen more surrenders in the GTA and parts of southwestern Ontario in July. More surrenders there than a three-month block prior to. Oh, that's horrible. Isn't this what, this is what parents tell their children when the children want to adopt something, mm-hmm. is think of the long term. It's, it's an actual commitment. It's not just a new toy. It is something that you have to take care of and circumstances change it we i mean we've got a puppy we have no like there's no chance we're giving him up at no. any point but it was like it, it kind of goes back to well we can't be out of the house for too long you know we have to set him up somewhere or it's a have furry somebody newborn over. absolutely it is for sure but it, that you have to accept that i am shocked that no i'm not no. I sh- <laughs> i'm not i say that you i'm could, shocked you're trying to convince yourself to be shocked we should be shocked that this is happening but it's unfortunately everybody saw it coming yeah. 
and this is all across the country for that matter. There's an organization called Humane Canada, and they work with uh, humane societies all across. Yep. He said, well, they've heard some rumblings, but then you talk to those like right in the trenches, the smaller animal rescue groups. Mm-hmm. And they're like inundated with calls, dozens of calls daily going, yeah, I had the puppy for almost a year. We, uh, we, we can't make this work anymore. I, I hope the silver lining is that I know for sure we were on we were on lists for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, there are still lots of people on the lists that if they have stuck to it and still want a puppy mm-hmm. or a, or an animal, whatever it is, that they're able to sort of not stay at the shelters. For yeah, time. yeah, and then the, and that's the thing you get dogs too. Like there are there are going to be some pets that will go back and then get adopted again and they potentially may be on their third or fourth family. And then, oh, that's awful. And that's yeah. where I'm heartbroken on it this. Is, yeah. So a couple of points to acknowledge with before you have to do it with, yes, understanding maybe working back at the office or, or, or place of business and, he, and maybe you've got kids too and, and that factors in because they're back to school. Yeah. Okay. So you realize pets cost money. So maybe this means that you hire a dog walker during the day to come yep. in once a day. Yep. Or, or or you decide, I'm going to go home at lunch. Yep. You Great have call. to make some some considerations and, and adapt your life. You've got a, a little furry thing. that. And here's the thing. All they know is that they love you. Mm-hmm. They don't care how work went. They just, oh my God, you're home. I missed you. It's it's you gotta you gotta figure this out and and the thing is too you also adopted a pandemic pet all they know is that you're around forever yeah, that's and a big always thing for sure yeah so maybe you start now working on the okay we're gonna do some crate time we'll go out for half an hour mm-hmm. and they'll stay in the crate that kind of thing a few extra toys a kong with some peanut butter or some healthy delicious pet snacks mm-hmm. lock carrots yeah there's you understand too the the financial requirements that come with a pet if you're a first timer maybe not realizing the the true scope of Oh, what do you mean an emergency uh, vet visit? Or just you get a large breed dog and it doesn't stop eating. (laughs) (laughs) And that too. Yeah, this is this is a toughie though. It's it's heartbreaking. It's so sad. I I like to think probably good intentions off the bat, but good intentions are great, but also have a little bit of common sense. I'll sound like a giant jerk here, so feel free. I'll get a couple of notes, I'm sure, is I just can't compute. I would make other sacrifices. I've committed. I we had my do- job. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought five years ago, a really cute end of school gift would be, let's get the kids a cat. So yeah. we got Piper, a, mm-hmm. a barn cat. She was just a kitten at the time. Quite possibly the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. <laughs> From shredding everything to, oh, I'm mildly upset. So she loves to pee. Do you know the amount of carpet that has been replaced uh, in my yeah, house? Yeah. But I can't get rid of that cat. Like, no. I have to ride this out. Yeah. I, I think you need to re examine your level of commitment. Now, if it comes down to the financial side, if you got to eat versus the animal, I get it. Let's get it off to a home that could be yeah. better served for, with yeah. that animal. But all that being said, Come on, you didn't think it would be this easy, did you? So there it is. Just be aware. And if you're looking, start calling some of those shelters. Don't go, well, we're on a wait list. Pick up the phone if you think you can act fast. And if you want to test it out, be a foster parent for a little while. We did that. We had 30-plus dogs Mm -hmm. over the span of a year or so or over a year, just over a year. But that is an option, too. If you're looking to just have something around the house and you have a little bit of time still, That's not a bad option. I love that yeah. idea. You know, sometimes you look at it on the lot and then you drive and go, no, I'm not, I'm not for a Mazda mm-hmm. Miata. Exactly. On. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>